Welcome to the Ultimate Bucket List Podcast, where a college senior explores how to dream big and achieve goals by interviewing people who live by the simple motto, do more. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of the Ultimate Bucket List Podcast. My name is Kamal, and I'm your host. Today, we're joined by one of my best friends, Donnell Augustine. He is a senior in biomedical engineering at the University of Buffalo, native to New York City, and shares my love for basketball. Donnell, welcome to the show. Hey, um, I'm happy to be here. Let's get started. Yeah, thanks for coming, man. Um, it only seemed fitting as we've gone on many adventures throughout the last couple of years together and that you'd be my first guest on the show. So today we're going to be talking about an experience that many people share with Donnell, being a young sports fan and going to their first big game in person to see the sport they love. For Donnell, it was basketball, but for you, it may be hockey, soccer, football, and no matter what the sport is, we can all relate to the feeling of excitement we received when going to our first big game. But before we talk about that, Donnell and I have been friends for a couple of years now. So Donnell, do you remember how we met? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, I actually I went to like a BMES meeting at UV. It was for the Biomedical Engineering Society Club, and um, we sat, I guess, two seats across. So we had a mutual friend, and then she introduced me to you, and then the rest was history. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, you came to Buffalo in your sophomore year, right? Yeah, that's correct. I transferred in from New York Institute of Technology in Manhattan. Okay, so what made you transfer from New York City to here? Seems like a big change. Yeah, so there were like a couple of reasons. But one of the main reasons was that like biomedical engineering at NYIT was not um, certified by ABET. So like that was one of the biggest reasons in making my decision. Uh, a couple of other reasons were like I wanted to get the uh, on-campus feel, and back in the city, I felt like I wasn't really getting the the college experience that I had hoped for. And one of the last reasons was that like kind of getting away from home, I feel like I was like more focused in a way, which is kind of like contradictory for some students. But for me, I felt like I could focus more with the um, environment, like the library and all of that. Right, right. Because you actually live kind of far away from the school in New York. Like you, you would have like a giant train ride just to get there. Yeah, that's true. Right. So it's definitely better. Now you live like, what, two minutes away from campus? <laughs> yeah. And like if I was to study late night back um, at NYIT, it would be like a two-hour commute home because the train ride would take a while. But like now, um, I could be at the library for like countless hours, five in the morning and come back home at like five ten. <laughs> yeah we've we've definitely spent some all-nighters in the library together <laughs> um so growing up in queens how much was basketball a part of your everyday life uh i actually started playing basketball i want to say i'm like in kindergarten like yeah, it's a very young age because that's when my dad gave me my like, first hoop it was like not a real hoop it was one of those like kids toys hoop let me see if i can try to find the brand but um <laughs> Yeah, like, it was it was no taller than, like, six feet, but, like, back then, I was, like, a really short kid, and we had a basketball, and then we would just, like, dribble around me and my brother in our backyard, 
and just shoot around. Then when we got a little older, like around like middle school, I got my own basketball hoop, saved up some money. Me and my brother and my cousin split it. And then we set it up in our backyard and the rest is history. We just kept playing, shooting around, uh, tried out for the team in eighth grade, like uh, in middle school. And I made it, but like in high school, wasn't very uh, successful in that. But I just kept playing for fun. And even even with that, like I was always playing NBA 2K when I was a kid. And just the love of basketball was always there for me. I was just a huge fan. So were you better in 2K or were you better in real life? Uh, I was definitely better in 2K. <laughs> What's your favorite mode to play in 2K? Um, my career mode. And I actually started against NBA 2K in 2011. That's when I first made my first my player, and like that's when I fell in love with the mode because the mode allows you to make your own uh, superstar, start it from the ground, and you just upgrade your player over time by playing games. You're in skill points, and you just apply it to certain attributes for your player, and then you make your player better. So from there, like it was just like it was one of my fantasies to go to a game because like I was playing the game, I was like like playing the game in real life playing the game in, the, in, like, the video game setting and, like, just hearing the commentators call you, you're shooting. It's, like, it's everyone's dream to, like, be in the NBA or, like, be in that type of setting. Right. So, like, now, for me, I'm a Raptors fan. And, like, oh. some players like DeMar DeRozan were people that I really looked up to. Mm-hmm. Were there any, like, NBA players for you that were, like, oh. big role models in your life? Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, like, especially Kobe Bryant. When I was growing up, I was, like, a huge Laker fan. I don't have that much time to watch the NBA nowadays. I know the Lakers just won the championship. But um, I was a huge Kobe fan growing up. I had a Lakers hat, Lakers fit, like everything Lakers. But um, yeah, RIP Kobe. Yeah, really lost yeah, a great one, but I was a huge Kobe fan. Definitely RIP Kobe, RIP Gianna Kobe Bryant, you know. Hopefully, I'm thankful they won this year for him, you know. Yeah. They did him a big service, and I'm sure he'd be proud. So... When you have big role models like Kobe and LeBron, um, was going to a game something you always wanted to do? Yes, definitely. Because, like, it was just, like, I've never been to, like, a public setting like that with just, like, so many people and, like, the experience of just, like, being in an event that's, like, recorded nationwide. Like, I've never been to any other game before. And, like, us going to this game was, like, by chance. It was, like, a spontaneous event. We, we didn't start the day, like, planning to go to the event. You know what I mean? Okay, so how so it was, like, a complete surprise for you? Yeah. How did you find out? Um, So it wasn't more of, like, a how did you find out. It was just, like, a how did it happen. So essentially, me, my brother, my sister, and my um, father, we were going to the city. And um, it was just, like, a ta- he was just taking us out on, like, like a city date, quote-unquote. Like, we just went to the 9-11 Memorial, the World Trade Center, like, reconstruction area, and, like, just a couple of other, like, sightseeing spots. And then, like, we were, like, pretty close to Madison Square Garden. And um, there was a Knicks game going on at the time. And he's like, yo, you guys want to go to the Knicks game? And they were just like, yeah, like, why not? I never went to one. And then, um, so the game had already started. And, like, you're normally not supposed to, like, get into, be able to get into a game when it starts. Um, but so essentially, uh, we're outside of Madison Square Garden, and there's this dude outside who's selling tickets. And you know, you're not supposed to be doing that. But like, my dad talks to the guy, works something out, and then you know, we we walk in. Um, there's this area 
on when you walk in, like, where they set the skiing tickets. So then we thought, like, we got finessed because, like, the guy outside could have been selling, selling, like, tickets that were already used. So, like, once we get to the door, we see the people in front of us, like, are not allowed to get in because their tickets, like, were not um, working or not scanning properly. Because then we're all, like, our hearts are beating. They're, like, we're scared. We're, like, oh, God, we're not going to get in. We're not going to get in. And then, like, when it's time to scan all the tickets, you just get in by the grace of God. <laughs> as soon as we walk in, like, do you want me to get into the story or? Yeah, sure, go ahead. Oh, okay. As soon as we walk in, like, it's just like the most surreal moment of my life. Like, or one of the top two surreal moments. I don't know. Like, it was just one of the craziest moments of my life. I walk in, I'm just like, whoa, taken in by like this whole experience. Everyone's in there, and like the the arena, like the bright lights, everything's just looking like way different than when you like watch it on TV. It's just it's a completely different experience. It's out of this world. So that was your first time being in that big of a crowd, right? Yeah. What was it like? It was just it's loud, man. There's music playing. There's just everyone just having a good time. It's just like it's just like wow. Like there's no words to really describe like what I was feeling at the time. But like, cause it's not like we were like pretty far from like where you can see. I believe we we're like eighth or ninth row. Which is kind of crazy, cause like, like normally, I think like if I was to buy an NBA uh, ticket game right now, I wouldn't get like a a seat that close, cause like that's pretty expensive. But like, the the tickets that we were able to get, my dad I guess finessed the deal, so we're we're like that close. And like, can I talk about like stuff that happened during the game? Yeah, definitely. Oh, okay, so like, um, <laughs> like during one of the uh the timeouts yeah like they were shooting up t-shirts and then like <laughs> kid you not like a t-shirt came flying in our direction so then my little brother oh i need to get into him but like my little brother jumps and catches the t-shirt like odell beckham like it was like <laughs> it was one of the legendary things ever because like it's our first game and we get a t-shirt in our first game but like spoiler alert we got two t-shirts in the first game it, it was like it was insane because like the second t-shirt that happened happened later in like the fourth quarter um i guess during like uh another timeout or something like that they were just shooting t-shirts up because they normally do that during games and then like the t-shirt hit the guy above us like his drink his drink spills and the t-shirt just falls down into lands into my dad's lap and it was just like oh wow we got two t-shirts in one game and it's our first game coming here and most people don't even get any so it's just like Luck was just on our side that day. Um, my brother, like, he's, like, the biggest Knicks fan. So, like, this was, like, his dream come true. Like, because he was supporting the Knicks, like, ever since he was born. <laughs> it's kind of like how, like, the Buffalo Natives support the Buffalo Bills. So, it must have been, like, how old was your brother back then? Um, let me see. He's probably, like, 12, I believe, at the time. Yeah, it's yeah. gotta be a huge moment for him. Yeah, cause... definitely, definitely. He he definitely um I'm not sure if Carmelo hurt him, but Carmelo was playing um you know my bad, he was not playing. He was injured, but he was sitting on the bench, like uh court side where his where the team sits, right? But my brother like yells his name after the third quarter ends. Like, he's like, Carmelo, because he's like the biggest fan. And then Carmelo looks in our direction, but I don't know if he you know see who was yelling the name, but like he was looking in our direction. And that just made my brother, like, ecstatic. <laughs> yeah. Back in the day, if the phones were around, he would have recorded that moment and saved it for life. <laughs> definitely, definitely. 
Yeah, dude. That sounds like an amazing day. Just your first time. Get to, do you still have the t-shirts? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just back at home. Maybe I can take a picture of it. Do you fit them still or no? Uh, the funny thing is, like, the t-shirts were way bigger than, like, our sizes at the time. Like, they were, like, extra larges and large. So I don't think I fit them now, but I can try it on when I get home. Yeah, definitely. Keep those for life, man. Those are yeah. big memories. How did your um dad like it? The game. Uh, I'm, I'm actually not sure if it was his first game, but like, it was just a thing that he just did for us. You know what I mean? Because like, we never been to like a game like that, so he was just like, let me just do a nice thing for them. And we're in Madison Square Garden. It was like the most spontaneous, random thing. Because like, I believe it was the second quarter when we got in, and like the game had already started. We were just in the middle of the city. He's just like, yeah, like you guys want to go to the game? We're right by Madison Square Garden. It just happened. That's insane. Yeah. Well, how? Um, so since Carmelo was out, the Knicks weren't actually doing that great that oh, game. No, they got they got yeah. thrown out. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. The box score was um, I believe I think it was, was eighty six to one hundred two. Yes, yes, you got it. Yeah, and then that was back when uh Paul George was just coming back from his injury, because uh um when he was playing for Team USA, he had like broke his leg contesting a layup, I believe. And, like, this game was one of his recovery games. So it was nice to see him, too. Uh, there wasn't that many stars in the game, but it was just, like, nice to be there for the experience. So have you ever been to a game since? Yeah, I actually went to a Brooklyn Nets versus the Lakers game. But, like, the experience wasn't necessarily like, the same because I was in the nosebleeds. So it's pretty far from, like, the action. But, like, the environment is definitely the same. Like, Regardless of where you sit, like, because you're at an NBA game and, like, this is just, like, live as opposed to, like, watching on TV. Like, I don't know how to further explain, like, the difference between seeing it on TV and, like, real life. It's just, it's just, like, wow. It's a totally different experience, man. I, I totally understand. Yeah. Um. What, what? When was that game? Was it when LeBron was on the Lakers or no? No, no. It was on, my bad, I didn't clarify. It was in... 20, early 2018, I believe. Early 2018. Uh, or, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. I want to say early 2018. So that was before. That was right before LeBron got there. I yeah, think. it was right before. So, are right, one of your goals now just to go see a LeBron game now that he's on the Lakers? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you can say that. Too. I'm also a big Stephen Curry fan too, even though he's widely hated. So I want to see a Golden State game as well. That'd be nice. Well, hey, this year's this year's conference finals might be Golden State versus the Lakers. Yeah, very true. Well, get ready to see that. Or watch out for the Mavericks too with Luca. That's that's a pretty good team coming up. Mark my words, they might be something one day. <laughs> I would put money on it. I think Luca's gonna win a championship someday yeah, soon. Definitely, definitely. He's playing like a seasoned veteran in his like second year in the league. Yeah, it's pretty insane. His stats line. It's insane. Were you watching the playoffs this year a lot? Because I know my brother and I here at home, we've been watching, we were watching the playoffs like every single day, every single game. <laughs> and when Luca dropped that shot at the last second to save the game, like we were like, oh my God, he was. Like it was wild. It was insane. But like, I haven't been able to see every single game, but I did see a good amount of them. Like these playoffs were definitely very interesting. Like it was surprising to see the Miami Heat get that far too. Right. They almost won. Yeah. <laughs> I 
I, I think um, Tyler Hero, I think he's amazing for being a rookie. Like, that man's definitely going to win a championship someday soon. Definitely underrated. Just like Jimmy Butler, definitely underrated. Definitely. Players. But, like, now people are going to have an eye out for the Miami. 100%. Did you know Jimmy Butler um, drives a minivan as his main car? I, I did not know this. Yeah, this man, he's trying to stay humble. He's trying to stay to his roots. So instead of, like, driving a Ferrari, he drives a minivan. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a very humble life. I mean, I commend people like that. Like, even with big successes, you don't have to, like, show off. You can just do whatever you want. But, like, if you want to stay humble and just drive like a regular car you could do that too you know what i mean yeah definitely so with basketball stars becoming like big names household names do you ever watch them on youtube like i know javel mcgee has a youtube channel i know jimmy butler has a youtube channel uh i mean i I don't necessarily like watch like their youtube channels but I, i do watch like interviews or like like little specials that they have like i know i think kevin durant started a podcast i've seen clips from it and, like, LeBron James, that interview with, like, Drake, and, like, it was, like, the barbershop talk kind of thing they had going on. Like, I watched, like, some specials of that, but I, I never really watched, like, the YouTube channels. I wasn't really familiar with that. So, who did you say? You said JaVale McGee as well? JaVale McGee has a YouTube channel. Jimmy Butler has a really popular YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um, Jimmy Butler had, makes videos about, like, his life because he's, like, a crazy NBA player, so he's, like... Yeah. He's loaded, so he can do whatever he wants. So he makes some pretty cool videos. Um, speaking of Kevin Durant, like, how, what do you think about Kyrie, um, Kevin Durant, Steve Nash as their coach? What do you think? Uh, I think like they were being a little disrespectful earlier. I don't know if you heard, but there were comments coming out saying that they didn't believe they had a coach for this year, or at least Kyrie was saying this. So we're gonna have to just look at them and see the dynamic that happens this season. I don't know how far they'll go, but like. They definitely have conference finals potential. I don't know if they're making it to the finals because, like, you need, like, other pieces on the roster. Like, uh, their centerpiece. Do you know who it is off the top of your head? Um, I do not know, no. Yeah, but I think they need a guy inside. Correct me if I'm wrong, but oh, their center is DeAndre Jordan. They, they oh, might I think need, it is like, DeAndre. Yeah, they might need, like, a supporting power forward, but... I don't really see the Nets winning the championship next season. Well, do you think, uh, since the Knicks have been so bad for so long, do you think <laughs> the Nets might be the new New York team? Um, yeah, maybe, 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 maybe more people will, like switch sides and be like, yeah, Brooklyn, because I don't really see, I haven't really seen the support for Brooklyn, but like now, like Katie's here and Kyrie's here, yeah, I could definitely see, I could definitely see that. Yeah, because to me, Katie is like. Top five players in the league, yeah. you know, maybe like top fifteen players ever. So like, I think you're absolutely right. I think the Knicks might be uh, last year's team, and the Nets might be this year's. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no, I definitely agree. Yeah, definitely. So, since you know you achieved one of your, you said as you said, like it was one of the most surreal moments in your life going to one of these games for the first time, getting two T-shirts with your family. Um, that was a big goal in your life. Do you have any goal, future goals in mind that like live up to the hype and anticipation of the same like level that you have in mind that you want to be completing one day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let me double back on like the NBA, uh, like going to the first game before I continue. Like for me, like that was a life goal at the time because like 
in my childhood, like, I never expected to be in an environment like that, especially, like, growing up from where I was, and, like, financially, me and my family didn't really have that much money to afford much things like that, and, like, just being able to be there was just, like, a dream come true as a kid from playing it all the time and stuff like that, but, like, for the future, I definitely want to, like, travel to Tokyo. I think that's a pretty good life goal, because I'm a huge anime fan, and I just want to see what Tokyo is all about. And, like, another life goal is just, like, skydiving. Definitely want to go skydiving. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Are you I'm, go? I'll do it right now. I'll do it. I'll do it next summer. We'll do all it. Right. I'm down. Together. Just book a trip. We out. We go yeah, skydiving in Tokyo. Knock out two birds in one <laughs> How do you feel about skydiving? Um, I've always wanted to do it. It's definitely one of my goals in life. Um, I'm afraid of heights but i think that's a really easy way to get over it (laughs) (laughs) um i also really want to go to tokyo i think tokyo is an amazing place i'm a big anime fan just like you um i think i really want to see one of the biggest cities in the in the world Mm -hmm. um well all right donnell thank you so much for being here today with me i really appreciate you sharing your story and being the first episode of the ultimate bucket list podcast I'm lucky to call you a friend, and thanks again for joining us. Man, thanks for having me, man. You know, I'm always willing to do this stuff, you know? Like, just let me know whenever you want to have me again, and I'll come. Sure thing. When we go to Tokyo and skydive, we'll have another episode. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you.